Chapter 17 of A Book of Fairy Tale Foxes. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kate Fallis. A Book of Fairy Tale Foxes by Clifton Johnson. The Fox and the Wicked Wolf. Once a wolf and a fox lived together in the same den, but the wolf treated the fox very roughly, and one day the fox said to him, Be not so unkind to me, I pray you. If you persist in ill-using me, punishment will surely overtake you sooner or later. This appeal made the wolf angry, and he gave the fox a blow that knocked him down senseless but after a while the fox recovered and said to the wolf i crave your pardon for my fault-finding in future i hope to avoid displeasing you i will forgive you only on condition that you promise to be my slave the wolf responded you know very well now how severe i can be to those who offend me the fox prostrated himself before the wolf and said i will be your slave and may you live long and never fail to subdue those who oppose you after that the fox bore the wolf's insolence and abuse in silence but he was far from being contented one day as he was rambling about he noticed a break in the wall of a vineyard here is a chance to slip through and get some grapes he said but caution is the half of cleverness perhaps this break in the wall has been made to deceive and ensnare me he went nearer and examined the gap warily and lo just the other side of it was a deep pit which the vineyard people had dug the pit had a slight covering to conceal it and was well arranged to catch in it any wild beast that came through the gap to despoil the vines the fox drew back from it exclaiming heaven be praised that i looked about instead of leaping through the gap in my haste to get some grapes i hope that my cruel master the wolf will fall into this pit and perish so i shall be freed from my servitude he laughed and shook his head and hurried off to find the wolf as soon as he caught sight of him he said you have often observed that vineyard which the beasts all have such difficulty to get into on account of the stout and high wall which surrounds it i have just come from there to tell you that there is a breach in the wall through which you might easily slip you must lose no time in guiding me to the spot the wolf commanded they trotted away together and when they came to a gap in the wall the wolf bolted through down he went through the covering of the pit, and the fox exclaimed joyfully, Now has fortune favored me. My wicked master will trouble me no more. He crept to the edge of the pit and looked down. There was the wolf, 
weeping in sorrow for himself, and the fox wept too. The wolf looked up and asked, Do you weep because of your compassion for me? No, the fox answered. I weep for the length of your past life, and in regret at your not having been caught in some trapper pit sooner. If you had been snared and killed before I met you, I would have had much more of ease and comfort. You evil-minded fox, the wolf said. Go to my mother and tell her what has happened to me. Perhaps she can contrive some way of getting me out of here. Not so, the fox responded. You have been entrapped by the excess of your covetousness and have fallen into a pit from which you will never be saved. Oh, fox, the wolf said, you have hitherto feared the greatness of my power and have always manifested an affection for me and a desire for my friendship. Do not now be angry with me for my treatment of you. Forgive my offences and show me kindness. Can you not find some means of delivering me from destruction? You artful, wicked, treacherous wolf, the fox said. Hope not for deliverance. You are going to be justly punished for your base conduct. As you have sown, so shall you reap. O oh, gentlest of the beasts of prey, the wolf resumed. You surely are more faithful than to leave me in this pit. I have always found you ready to aid me in the past. Stupid enemy, the fox exclaimed, how are you reduced to humility and submission after your tyranny and haughtiness. I kept company with you through fear of your oppression and flattered you with the hope of winning your favor. Speak not with the tongue of enmity, the wolf entreated. Go and get a rope and tie one end to a tree and let the other down to me. Then I will lay hold of it and escape from this horrid spot. Do as I bid you, and I will give you all the treasures that I possess. No, the fox said. You will never escape through my help. Reflect on your wickedness and the cruel way you treated me. Know that your soul is about to quit this world and go to an evil abode where you should have been long before. It was plain to the wolf that the fox had no kindly feeling for him, and he said, I have been careless in the past, but if I am delivered from this affliction, I will surely repent of my overbearing conduct to those who are weaker than I. He wept and lamented until the heart of the fox was moved with tenderness for him. Then the fox placed himself at the brink of the pit and sat so that his tail hung down in the cavity. Immediately the wolf reached up with his front paws, caught hold of the fox's tail, and attempted to pull himself out of the pit, but he pulled with such haste and violence that the fox lost his footing and tumbled down beside him. "'Now you have become my companion,' the wolf said, "'and you are in my power. Why did you rejoice in my misfortune?' punishment has quickly overtaken you. I will hasten your slaughter, that you may not behold mine. Delay your vengeance, the fox begged, for I have a plan that may get us both out of this pit. Oh, you wily deceiver, 
the wolf said, I do not trust you, but tell me your plan. It is one for which you ought to reward me generously, the fox responded. When I heard your promises and your confession of past misconduct and your regrets at not having repented and done good, I felt sorry for you and hung my tail down into the pit. But with your usual habit of haste and violence, you pulled me in such a way that I thought my soul had departed. I slipped back over the edge and became your companion in this place of destruction and death. My plan is the only possibility of release. Well, the wolf said, and what is it you have to propose? The fox answered, I would have you stand upright and allow me to climb on to your shoulders. Then I can reach up to the edge of the pit and pull myself out. Afterward, I will go and bring something that you can take hold of and deliver yourself with. I put no confidence in your words, the wolf commented, but it is my only chance to get out of here, so I accept your proposal. The wolf raised himself upright, and the fox got on his shoulders and sprang up to the surface. "'Oh, my friend,' the wolf called, "'do not forget me, nor delay my deliverance.' The fox uttered a loud laugh and said, "'You are my enemy. Never again will I put myself in your power.' "'Verily,' the wolf said softly you foxes are the sweetest of people in tongue and the most pleasant in jesting but not every time is appropriate for sport and joking oh idiot the fox responded you seek deliverance in vain your fate is sealed he then went to a mound that overlooked the vineyard and called to some men working among the vines. They saw him and ran toward him, and he hastened to escape through the gap in the wall. The men came to the pit, and there they saw the wolf, and stopped. Then they picked up heavy stones and pelted the captive and killed him. After that, the fox dwelt in security in the den where he and the wolf had lived together, and for all that I know, there he dwells still. End of chapter 17